0: I'm very excited because I'm actually doing this simultaneously, so for those of you who are watching me on, of course, what is it, my Facebook page, thank you so much, and for those of you who are actually viewing me on Zoom or on YouTube or, you know, in the podcast in general, I'm doing two recordings at the same time, this is the first time I've done this. I'm doing this because I wanna make it easier for me to upload things, you know, I wanna just take this Zoom video and uploaded directly onto YouTube this Saturday morning, as well as the podcast being uploaded Saturday morning, basically midnight, you know, Bangkok, Thailand time. So for those of you who are viewing me on my Facebook page, I told you guys that I would be doing this. And again, I am so excited that I'm actually doing this. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, thank you so much. Guys, my goal here is to help you as much as I can in regards to TOEIC. All right, so for those of you who do not know what TOEIC is, again, it's a test that you need to get, let's just say, a higher-paid job, a higher-paying job, um, what is it, a higher ranking, to move up in whatever field of business you're in, in a non-native English-speaking world. All right, always remember that. Now, for IELTS, there's academic, there's general trading, there's TOEFL IBT, there's TOEFL ITP, there's a number of different things out there. But nonetheless, man, today I'm gonna focus on, of course, two different parts. Part one and part five. So before we even begin, for those of you who are watching me live right now, you guys probably are wondering, okay, so where is the blog? I don't understand where the blog is. Um, I wanna actually go into, you know, basically check out a couple of the things that you're actually talking about, look at the pictures, look at the grammatical sentences, look at the additional questions that have been asked. Well, I posted that specific blog in the comments section on my Facebook page, okay, just now. For those of you who are viewing me live, for those of you who are on YouTube, it's in the description down below. So you guys are seeing this probably three days later if you're not already following me on my Facebook page. For those of you who are viewing me on Instagram and listening to my podcast, you're gonna have to scoot on over there to go check that out. So nonetheless, guys, first time I'm doing Live TV in a long time. Luckily, I got some good lighting in here so you can see my sexy old latte skin. And nonetheless, guys, man, I want to break down some of these. I'm going to play a little audio. We're going to talk a little photographs. And then we're going to go into the grammar. Now, the grammar, yes, I do have a grammar guide I want to finish. My goal is to finish this book by the end of the year so you guys will have it handy for you. Okay, it's probably gonna be priced at about 24 US dollars, but nonetheless, this will be the ultimate grammar guide and questions and answers for all of you out there who are looking to understand grammar from a very, very basic foundational perspective, okay? Because a lot of people, you have a tendency of having teachers around the world who explain things to the umpteenth complexity, but that's not how it should be. You understand what I'm saying? So here today, I'm gonna go over some of those basics. I'm gonna go over some of the questions that have been asked, and also the photographs. So, for those of you who are tuning in to me live, make sure you click on that link, check out the photos. YouTube, pull it up over there, get it, well, you know what, actually pull it up. No, go into the description, click on it, and go on from there, okay, and for those of you who are listening to me in podcast form, you guys just love listening to me in podcast form. So. Let's get into this. So, I've already gone over a number of ways of how to break down a specific photo on the test, right? You have your adjectives, you have your advert. Well, you don't necessarily need adjectives, but it could be ing adjectives or ed adjectives, it depends. But it's more just verbs and nouns, right? So, if we look at the first photo, all right, and I'm making sure I go in between pages... So, my might be like TV doesn't cut out because it has the tendency of cutting out. But nonetheless, there's a man, okay? The man's wearing a suit. The man's looking at what they call in England a cash machine. We like to say an ATM machine, all right? So, as he is looking at this specific machine, if we go back to the picture, it looks like he is either putting in the card or taking it out, okay? He's not at the cash door. Dispenser, he's more at putting the card inside. And he's also looking at the screen. So guys, this is how you break down a photo. This is how you preview a photo. You should be more than, you should be more than prepared in terms of answering the question now. And that's what I'm going to do right now, all right? So what I'm gonna do is play this. We're gonna listen to four different answers and we're going to decide between the four, all right? Now, what I actually did is on these specific photos, I actually pulled about four photos off the internet that were very similar to what was in the book. Um, Because in the book, I couldn't take the photos from the book because I'm not that technologically savvy. So I decided to just say, you know what? Here, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull some photos off, and I'm gonna put it on there. That's all I did, all right? So, four photos, some grammar questions, additional. So, oh my God, I've said so too many times. All right, now to begin with the first photo. Let's play this audio. Book A. He's talking to a cashier. Okay, now, he's talking to a cashier. Do you see him talking in the photo? For those of you looking at the photo, could he be possibly talking to a cashier? A cashier is a person, And because it is a person, he cannot be speaking to the person, right? Well, does that make any sense? No, because it's a person, he's in front of a machine. So that completely takes out that answer. Does that make sense? I just went on a rant and I had no idea what I was saying. But do you understand what I'm saying? A cashier is a person, he's a person. Does it look like he's standing in front of a human being? No, he is not standing in front of, okay, you understand what I'm saying. So let's go on to the next answer, potential answer, B. He's drawing a machine. Okay, now he is drawing a machine. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean to draw a machine? Well, he's gotta have a piece of paper in front of him, a pencil, maybe some uh, color pencils, maybe some crayons, so he cannot be drawing a machine because he would need something in front of him in order for him to draw the machine. Does that make sense? Now, let's keep on going because, damn it, I'm just too good at this. So, here we go. C. He's using a bank machine. All righty. Now, using a bank. Obviously, he's in front of the bank. Machine. He's in front of a machine. That's your best answer thus far. But let's listen to the last one just in case. D. He's removing money from his wallet. Oh! I told you that his hand more looks like it, it, it looks like more than he's um, putting something into the machine, and that's a, a card. His hand is not near the cash dispenser. Not only that, his wallet, which should be in his back pocket, front pocket, or around the chest, he's not removing anything from that. He's actually in the machine right now. So, your answer for this specific question is C. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what we're going to do now is we're going to go into the next one. All right, and I love doing these so much because, again, vocabulary building techniques, previewing, looking at your nouns, looking at what he could be doing, that's how you do it. So in the book, it's a little girl sitting on a stool writing on the board. Here, this girl is actually looking at someone, speaking to them while putting a pencil on the whiteboard, as you can see on my WordPress blog. So what we're going to do is that we're going to check out and see hey you know what which is the best potential answer what could be the maybe and what could be it so let's continue number two look at the picture marked number two in your book a the girl is sitting on a stool b uh, the now, girl now, 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 now let's wait, let's hold it, hold it. The girl is sitting on the stool in the book. However, on my blog, she is not sitting on the stool. We don't know, because it's just a photo of her upper torso. So that would be the best that would be the best answer for in the book in Unit 23 of Tactics for Toic. However, and that's the mini test, of course. However, in this one, let's continue hearing, let's continue listening to what's going on girl is opening the door. Obviously, there is no door nearby in both pictures. If you're looking at it in Tactics Tactics of Toic or if you're looking at it on my blog, no way because she has her pencil on the board. There is no door around. Let's continue. C. The girl is shelving the books. Shelving the books. Now, I've actually never heard that, but I've never heard a noun like go into a present continuous action verb. So shelving the books, meaning she is putting the books on the shelf. Kind of weird, but absolutely not for both pictures. D, the girl is putting up a poster. Putting up a poster that requires her to have a big piece of paper or some kind of form of something around her and her placing it onto a wall. So your answer for Tactics of Toic, you already know is A. However, in the photo in my blog, there's not really an answer, so we're just gonna put no there. There's no maybe, there's no maybe, but we're just gonna have to put no. So we're gonna put no, maybe, and yes. Now again, I took some of these photos off. Uh, that kinda looks similar to what was in the book, but unfortunately, this one did not pass. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go into uh, the next one which is a man, it's a chef. He's looking at something, he could be stirring something, there's a pot in front of him, people standing behind him, watching him. They're in a kitchen. That's how you preview. So now, I'm going to press play. Number three. Look at the picture marked number three in your book. A. She's looking down at her work. Okay, now, she's looking down at her work. That looks like a man, and looking down at her work. Well, she's looking down, and at her work, I mean, we could put maybe there. We could put maybe there. Now, in Tactics of Toic, I'm going to have to pull up the book and see what we have there. Uh, Let's look at the mini test. Where are you? Uh Aha! Now, in Tactics of Toic, she has, Something very similar to the photo that, that I put up, as a matter of fact, which is really weird. But you know what? That's for number three. We need to go to the one which is number five, because that's the man looking down at whatever it is he's making, and another guy is joining him. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to scoot ahead to number five. B. The paper. Put your marked number four in your book. Number five. D. They are putting glasses on the table. Five. Look at the picture marked right, number five now in what your book. Just like the blog. Photo number three. Boom. Mini test. Photo number five. Tactics for TOEIC. Part 23. Here we go. Your book. <laughs> a. The waiters are filling the plates. Ah, uh, now remember we have a chef, not a waiter. Okay. There's a difference between a chef and a waiter. A waiter delivers. A chef creates. B. The chefs are decorating the cakes. Decorating the cakes. Okay, now what I have to do is go back to the book. Yes, those are cakes, and that is the closest one. The chefs, there are two chefs decorating, potentially, the cakes. There are cakes in front of them. On my blog, the chef has a bowl in his hand, and he has some powder in there, and it looks like he is stirring So let's continue with some of these answers, but that is the closest to yes, as we've been so far in the last two. C. The room is deserted. Ah, deserted. Now, that is a verb. It's not desert like a noun, a place. A deserted meaning there are no people in there. So that is incorrect. D. The diners are being seated. All right, now the diners are being seated. That means that requires someone uh, that requires a specific someone to, to, to escort some people within the diner and say, okay, would you please sit down over here? Would you please do this? Would you please do that? That's what that is. Okay. So our closest answer, of course, is uh the two chefs or the two, whatever you want to call them, are decorating the cakes. That is your closest answer. So Going into the last photo, guys, man, it's been a wonderful one, and we have a gentleman. He is sitting down on the bench. He has a hat on and he is reading the newspaper. That's how you break down these photos. Now, going into the book, which number is this? Oh, thank God. It's number six. However, this man in the book, he's sitting down on the bench, and it looks like he is is reading something also. He's not writing, he is reading. So, what we're going to do is we are going to proceed. Number six. Look at the picture marked number six in your book. A, he's leaving a building. Ah, now remember, he's sitting down, he's not leaving. See, this is why the verbs are the most important. Because if you get the verb, you're good. So that verb does not coincide with what you're seeing on the photo. Okay, or in the photo, does it make sense? Let's go. B, he's walking in the park. Now, he's not walking, he's not leaving, he's sitting. C, he's sitting on a bench. (laughs) A bench, if you look at a park or any park, there are benches placed throughout a park, depending on what country you're in, and you're able to sit on it and do some saw, some meditation, some reading, some talking, whatever it may be. If you're tired, you can sit down because your legs are strained, because you're in the middle of Central Park and it's just too big. Do you understand? So that's the closest, but let's listen to number four. D, he's working at a desk. Ah, there is no desk. There is not a desk in the photo. So therefore, D is incorrect. So does that make sense, guys? Those are the photos. That's how you break down the photos, okay? So what I'm gonna do now is go into some lovely grammar. So for those of you looking at my blog, check that out. If not, it's okay. I'm going to say these out loud. (sighs) What we have is a color, okay? A color is a noun. Colorful, if anything, F-U-L is an adjective. Colors is a countable noun, okay? Colorfully is an adverb. So we have the four parts of speech. Now we need to understand is what the sentence is. of well, the sentence, it says, the guest, article subject, were amazed, mm-hmm. ah, okay, we got a little bit of passive voice, I like this, by the, the what? Now, we're gonna put a noun there, perhaps, but let's look at the following word after the blank. It says, statues. The what statues. We can't put a noun before another noun. In the garden is a prepositional phrase that we don't need that. The, a lot of you would be confused and saying, oh, we must put a noun there. No, we need to figure out what the word is after, which is statues. That's a noun. So what do we need before a noun? We need a modifier, a modification, also known as an adjective. So what adjective did I say? Color is a noun. Colorful, anything F-U-L is a adjective. The colorful statues, that is your answer. Going into number two, the rise, okay? The rise in steel prices has resulted in an increase. All right, now, what do we need here? Now, an increase, a something increase. Now again, what does increase a lot of people would say that's a verb i understand but in this specific this specific one right here not necessarily not necessarily it's just like the sentence above unfortunately because a uh is an article and because uh is an article that means it is modifying something a noun however a uh, something increase increase ultimately turns into a noun and we need what else an adjective before it. So we have four bullet points. We have considerably, adverb. We have consideration, anything T I O N is a noun. Considerably, I said that two times already. Let's just put considerable, which is kind of the answer. But, anyways, considerable, A B L E, is an adjective and considers. Oh, yeah. See? Considers is a verb. So what are we going to put before the noun after the article? An adjective. And the only one I said was an adjective was A-B-L-E, a considerable increase. This is how you break down those sentences. Now, let's look at this next one. We have a subordinating conjunction. It's a compound sentence. While Jane was at college, she, to her sister, every week, talking about a routine, something that she did every week. Now, while Jane was at college, okay, there is no past continuous in here. Now, let's be careful here. Again, while she was at college. Now, while she was attending college. And then the second part of the sentence would be, again, an interruption. So all we need is a past tense verb in the second part. But because they reworded this, they wanted to confuse you because they're saying, ooh, while Jane was at college, comma, ooh, let's put in writing, because they might think it's a, uh, they might think that while she was at college was the interruption, therefore, the second part of the sentence must be a past continuous. That's why they put writing, but that is incorrect. We're looking for a past tense action that she did. And what is that? Well, we have writing, we have written, Written, of course, right, wrote, written. That's the past participle. There is nothing in here indicating a present perfect or a past perfect. And then we have write, But the thing is, right is present simple. We're talking in the past tense. And the last answer, of course, what could it be? Wrote. That's how you do it. So, guys, what I want here. I would continue going on and on and on, which I could, which I could, which I normally do. And I do it all the time, but I want you guys to to come back to me. Okay. I want you guys to respond to me and talk to me a little bit about this. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some of these specific questions, of course, onto my, um, my Instagram. And I want you guys to respond A, B, C, or D. All right. In addition to that, One of my students, one of my friends, she asked me, can you go over something in terms of though, although, even though, and but? Well, you know what? Even though and although shows a contradiction. I've actually put the blog into my blog. It's at the bottom, it's the link, okay? You're actually going to be able to see the blog and understand these adverbial clauses and these different things like that signals up, like these time clauses, right? So, In that specific blog, you're going to have a small section about although, even though. But today, what I'm gonna do is just give you a couple of examples. So basically what we do is, it's a contrast in ideas. Let me give you an example. The subway was crowded even though it was early in the morning. So even though it was early, it was still crowded. It's a contradiction. It's a contradiction, right? But it's a contrast. Now, but is, I would love to go, but I'm busy. So he would love to do this, but he can't because of this. It's like a consequence almost, right? Although, now let's listen to all those. Just like even though, although we planned the agenda carefully, comma, the meeting ran over time. So even though this was planned carefully, comma, the meeting still ran over time. Does that make sense? I put that blog into the main blog down below. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you check that out. And so with that being said, questions four, five, and six, the last three questions of the grammar is going to be on my Instagram on Saturday, okay? Because that's when this actually goes live. So for those of you who are interested and want to know those answers and you know want to reach out to me on any platform, it could be YouTube, which you guys are seeing me right now. Those of you who are tuned in live, thank you, thank you so, so much. And of course, those of you who are listening to me on my podcast, as always, I appreciate it so much. And again, guys, if you want additional material, exclusive material, where I dive deeper, it is available on my Patreon. Make sure you check that out. Um, and before, of course, you go through a purchase in it, have a conversation with me, okay? We could do a nice little 30 minute video conversation about what your goals are, clarify your objectives, clarify your expectations of what you actually expect from me. And then we could proceed with, of course, attaining that goal that we need to get. So, with that being said, guys, thank you so much. And again, if you guys have any questions, let me know, man. And as always, thank you for tuning in live. Thank you for tuning in on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in all over the place. I'm your host, as always, over and out.